Welcome to the It's Now, Where Are You podcast. This is Linda Jocelyn. I'm a holistic life coach. I'm going to continue now with um, more of the practicalities of the awareness exercise and coming into the now exercise that I've been teaching you over the previous two podcasts. So by now, you will be doing the exercise four times a day and realizing what a difference it makes and that you need to keep doing it. And maybe you're already reminding yourself and bringing it back in, you know, reminding yourself that you've, or you realize that you've just gone out of that state of awareness and you know that you're now in your head again and it isn't feeling as good. That should now be happening if you're carrying on the disciplines that um, you've been taught here. And um, driving should have become something quite different and like quite exciting because when you realize, you know, what it feels like to not be in your head, it does, life does start to become more exciting. There's something um, creative about it, something inspiring about it and something very rewarding. And I think that's what we need as human beings. And to feel rewarded by yourself, that you are becoming more yourself and that you're becoming more a master of where you actually are, you know, and that being in your head and listening to that voice in your head is not a really good thing, which we're not taught, are we? I mean, none of this is common parts of our education and it really should be. You know, because if you think about um, states of awareness, they affect how we learn. Like if we are not present when information is given to us, then how can we retain it? And um, this has been proven over and over that you, that you, you know, people need to be present. If you if you're in a lecture at university and you're actually sitting there doodling on a piece of paper or in your head about a bad relationship that you're in or that you haven't eaten and that you're too tired, you're never going to take in that information. So this, again, when you're in a situation where you need to learn something or you want to learn something, then make sure that you run through this exercise and that you are doing this all the time to keep yourself more present. Because when you're present, your technology retains the information. And that's just a fact. You know, I remember teaching this um, awareness exercise to at least two of my three children when they were younger and um, telling them how um, to run through this um, before they're, they're um, doing their revision and also um, when they're present trying to learn in their lessons because then it becomes not a, a, an episode of trying. It becomes an episode of being available to learn. Um, so that's another another way of using this. Um, and also in situations where you have jobs to do that um, you don't particularly like, I mean, this is an amazing way to accomplish things like um, just imagine that you're, you've got this huge hedge outside and it, it's like goes down right around your whole property and you know it needs clipping. So what you're doing in a state of unawareness is you're, you're picking up the clippers, you're feeling down before you even start, and then you're looking along the line and you're thinking how far you've got to go rather than being in the now moment with what you're doing. So if you pick up the clippers, you stand and you do the awareness exercise and you remind yourself to come into that higher frequency 
and you know how now, and then you start clipping, you don't look up the other end. You are just in the now moment. And every clip you do is more accurate and you are not in your head. You cannot, when you're in the now moment, be in a bad mood. That's another thing that hopefully you're already um, understanding and, and becoming aware of. Um, you can, I believe, on these podcasts, um, send um, questions and and contact me because um, I will do that in the written um attachment that I put with the podcast is so that you can tell me how you're getting on and ask questions because that's going to be a really good podcast if I can get questions that need answering on this. But um, you cannot be in a bad state and feel bad when you're in the now moment. It's impossible. And, and you know, I remember at the start of my journey um, being told about this and thinking, ah, oh, my goodness, this is a really good reason to do it, that you can only feel like when you're in the now moment, you're not in the future and you're not in the past. And you're just in the now moment dealing with what needs to be dealt with or just being present, being in a sense of true being. So it's a real happy moment, happy time, happy place. It is your happy place. The now moment is your happy place. So doing things like that, I've used one um, thing there about um, cutting a huge long hedge and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, I really don't want to be doing it. But things don't become like that. You have a completely different attitude to life. Um, another one might be doing the cleaning and the chores around the house. Well, if you wash up, if you don't happen to have a dishwasher and you wash up, inner state of awareness, it becomes a whole buzzy experience because you're holding yourself in the now moment between the um, plate and your hand. You know, that's your your position of awareness. And, and you become in that mood with inside of you, which is the true you, which is full of, of happiness, sparkle, creativity, inspiration. So that time of doing the washing up with no attitude, what you're taking away from it by being in the now moment is attitude because the attitude comes from your, your voice in the head. So as soon as that starts to happen to you in any job that you really don't want to be doing, just give yourself a break and say, okay, I am going to be in total presence during this. I'm going to go and clean the bathroom in total presence. And, you know, when I think back to some of the stories I was told at this mystery school was, was people who were really in service, like in ashrams and places like that in the olden times. I mean, that was how they learned was because they, they saw it as in service. And, and in a way, when we're in presence and we're present in the now moment, we're in service to our life that we've agreed to come here. So you don't need a guru. You need to just be in service to your own life. But in the same way, when they cleaned toilets, they, they, they just gave it their all and they perfumed the toilet rooms and they perfumed and had flowers everywhere. And it always was a joy to walk into a toilet and a bathroom in the ashrams because everything was dealt with in that way and all the production of food was dealt with in service, in presence, is just another word of saying that. So you're not in service to another being. You're in service to your higher self that chose to incarnate into this, into this world. You may not want to um, 
sort of gather any of this sort of information because you can just accept, you know, the awareness exercise and the state of presence and being in the now and being happy without any of um, these attachments. But it's quite interesting that um, it's the same thing, really. We're just disciplining ourselves to be the best that we can be by being present with um, everything that we do. So anything that in the past was could have been called a chore no longer becomes a chore. It just becomes something that needs doing. And hopefully that gives you a whole new attitude to the whole of your life, not just the things that you feel you really want to be doing. You can be in that highly awake, aware place, which is a happy place, which makes you feel, and, and I'm going to use the word blissed out, because that was when I really understood when I'd been doing this awareness for a while, I really understood what being blissed out was and that I could take myself to that place. I didn't need anybody else to take me there. I didn't need great riches in my life. All I needed was to understand my human technology, which is uh, what I'm teaching you here. Um, so if there's, um, if there's something that you don't want to be doing, you now know, bring this, make use of this exercise, do it in at those times, um, start to include it into more places and jobs in your life. In fact, everything that you do, um, one of the um, interesting ones that I remember practicing quite a lot was was writing, like writing freehand, not on a computer, but to be um, writing and to understand that I, I wrote differently. Um, and one of the tasks I set myself, because I was fascinated by this, and I still am fascinated by states of awareness and states of mind and higher frequencies and um, vibrations, the, the vibrations that we live at, we sleep at, we meditate at, all of this. And so I started doing um, an exercise whereby I used to do handwritten accounts to my business at the time. And I used to draw the lines coming down uh, for the money columns and the article columns in the book. Now, I would start off with the awareness exercise and at the point of the pen hitting the paper was where my awareness was, where I pitched my consciousness. And then I would draw down. Now, if I was lucky, I would get a straight line, right? But if your mind comes in and you shift your awareness, you get a, a, a glitch in the straight line. It's very easy to tell where you're at. Um, you can also... Um, use this exercise drawing circles. You'll know where you're at if you can draw circles. I, I did it um, over the years. I used to run workshops a lot on um, choose to be here now and do a two-day workshop. And I used to get people doing the exercise of drawing straight lines and holding that awareness enough to draw several straight lines or round circles. But in um, recent years, um, I will pick up paper and, and felt tip pens and draw rainbows in the arc. And it's very interesting because you can see where you're at. Where are you really? Are you present or not present? And you can see this by how accurately you can hold that um, idea of what you want to be drawing and writing and the idea of it actually being on the paper because of your mind jumping in and either coming in with an e ego thing of um, over the top, yes, I can do this, or 
oh my God, I'm not going to be able to do this because that will put the glitch in the arc or the glitch in the line on the accounts page. So there's interesting things that if you are really getting interested in what I'm teaching you here, you can set yourself up with these little exercises as I used to do in the um, two-day workshops. Um, in the next podcast, what I'm going to talk about is how you can use it, the um, art of coming into the presence and coming quicker in and holding longer this attention in the now moment and being and becoming the person who is in the now moment in how you speak, how you listen, and how you deal um, with talking in relationships. And that's going to be a really powerful session. Um, so I'm going to stop this now and maybe you're going to want to take on some of what I've said here and go into some exercises you, you know, make up for yourself here, but also in using it into the jobs that you really don't want to be doing and see how it changes your sense of um, feeling happy and how you can change that. It really makes a difference into understanding that you don't have to go down into the depths. If you catch yourself quick enough, you can change your mood by your state of where you pitch your awareness. So that is all for now in this podcast session. I'm looking forward to um, being with you in the next ones. Bye for now.